hey and welcome to the new show right here on XFM radio has never been better and Christmas has never been livelier. Does that make sense? But it is four days to Christmas. I am so excited. Uh, my family's got a big plan, even though it's 2020, we still going to celebrate Christmas as we celebrated Christmas these all these years and i'm sure you're gonna do the same so a merry 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 christmas in advance because i won't be there to you know you won't be listening to well you will be on the political show but from the new show to you a merry 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 christmas in advance i'm excited and i know that you're excited as well because how can you not be excited that this year that everyone has claimed to be the worst year or it's going to be skipped in history or whatever is almost over it's quite sad because it's gone so fast but hey we're going into a new year and we're quite excited and this weekend literally spend it with your family have the best fun that you can and if you don't have it with your family remember that you're still loved and you can listen to active fm because we're gonna give you all the love that we can I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Geeks on the new show. And I'm here to give you the lowdown on what's happening in the world around you. And I thought, and since it's Christmas week and, you know, everyone is looking to spend with Christmas and this is a new show, I'm here to give you the economics of Christmas. Does Christmas have an economics behind it or is it just one of those days that it doesn't really affect you know anything with the economy so we're going to be speaking about that and on the 15th of september which was earlier this year deloitte actually went and did an estimated on the 2020 holiday retail sales and whether or not so we'll be discussing whether or not the estimate says that the the holidays uh, sales will rise or it will decrease and we're going to go into that estimation and I want you to think as you were as you were buying things for Christmas if you're buying gifts or whatever you're buying for the holiday season has it actually increased or has it decreased so that's what we're going to be looking at today the economics of Christmas because it is Christmas time hey this is your boy Gloire aka DJ Cave right here on Active FM and have a lovely Christmas, go out with your family, do a lot of wonderful things. Just share this time of joy as we celebrate this holiday. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and an even better New Year. So as we are in the holiday season and the festive season, it's time for economics annual disquisition on the efficiency of gift giving. This tradition was inaugurated more than 20 years ago by Joel World Fogel, then at Yale University, who formalized the critique that non-cash presents are economically wasteful. His account is elementary microeconomics. If givers have worse information about receipt preferences than the receipts themselves, then a non-cash gift will tend to give the receipt less utility than if she has been handed the cash and left to choose for herself what to spend on it. So what they're basically saying here is that giving a person a gift, I really don't believe in a way, but what they're saying is that in terms of economics, if you're looking at our economy and things like that, buying a gift and then giving a gift to a person is more economically wasteful than actually giving the person cash and having them choose what they want to spend 
on it. Now, using surveys from economic students at Yale, Wald Fogel estimated this dead weight loss of Christmas at between 10 and 33% of the cost of presents. The puzzle that economists must try to resolve is why do people still engage in gift exchange when there is a more seemingly more efficient alternative? If societies resolve the double coincidence of one's conundrum many centuries ago with money, then why do we keep making things costlier to ourselves and others? Now, the historic context of uh, gift giving may offer some clues. For, for much of human existence, access to cash and credit was severely constrained for most people. Household liquidity fluctuated with the harvest and was affected by regular shocks. Yet gift-giving on birthdays and festivities was a firmly established institution of most societies. People who give to others from what they had and valued and in turn accept things of value to others as presents. The persistence of present giving across time and space points against the notion that it involved a net welfare loss. What this suggests is that the subjective value of the gift uh, which is the physical item received to the receipt only partially and perhaps not even closely captures the value of gift giving. He gives this example, when I sacrifice something of value to myself and give it to you, the use and enjoyment you may derive from it is only part of the value generated by the exchange. I derive some positive benefits both by seeing you enjoy it as hopefully as you will and from the thought that I have done good to others. So that's the whole thing with the, the, uh, the economics of giving and the economics of Christmas. That, so what they believe that it is basically better to give cash or cash gift. So whether it is a gift card, whether it is cash, actual cash, whether it's a voucher for something it is better to give that in terms of the economy than to actually give non-cash items so to give something like a present full of sweets to give something like uh, a phone maybe you're thinking of getting someone a phone or whatever they say that that as much as it's good because you, you someone did spend money in the economy so they put money into the economy and things but if you look at it, it there's less value and things like that. So you can do research on the economics of Christmas if you want to think about what you can get a person and stuff. But now let's look at Deloitte. Now Deloitte says that holiday spending will hinge on how much the rich splurge and the poor cut back. And they basically have estimated that sales this holiday season will rise 1 to 1.5%. Now, according to Deloitte, holiday resale sales this year should rise between 1 and 1.5%, amounting to between $147 trillion and $1.152 trillion during. So it was between last month, November, and January. So between November, December, and January, they've estimated, then this was obviously the estimate was done in September that retail sales for the holiday season will actually rise. That's compared with a growth of 4.1% in 2019 when sales were nearly $1.14 trillion.
So the fact that even in a year where the economies have crashed, where uh, financial uh, situations haven't really been the best, they say that in the festive season, there is going to be an increase in sales. Now, Rod Sides, a vice chairman at Deloitte, basically says that this year, one of two scenarios will play out. And we're going to look at those scenarios. What are the one of two scenarios that will play out? Now, the growth rate for retail sales this holiday season is forecast to be less robust than in the recent years, according to projections uh, released by a consulting firm Deloitte. But just how muted that growth is going to be will hinge on how much splurging high-income uh, consumers do and how much belt tightening takes place through lower-income households. Some economics are now calling for a K-shaped recovery, a scenario where certain types of industries see gains while others are left out. Unlike so-called U- or W-shaped recoveries, Growth in a K-shaped uh, rebound is unevenly split between income groups, creating a scenario with haves and have-nots. Since the coronavirus pandemic has begun, some industries are still chugging along where workers can be productive at home. Others, however, have seen sales dry up as consumers avoid eating out, going to the movies, and taking vacations. I mean, earlier on, I spoke about the fact that here in South Africa, the tourism industry actually lost on a whole lot of money because a lot of people started cancelling their bookings for the year end. But hopefully you haven't cancelled your booking and you right now listening to this show somewhere ready for Christmas to come about and and having as much fun as you as you can. Now, Rod Size, like I said, is the vice chairman at Deloitte, and he basically said that this year one of two holiday scenarios will play out. He says history would tell us we are going to see groups of consumers recover differently. According to Deloitte, holiday retail sales this year are forecast to rise between 1 and 1.5 uh, percent uh, during the November to January timeframe. That's compared with a growth of 4.1% in 2019, where the sales, like I said earlier, was $1.14 trillion, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. The range of 1% to 1.5% is derived by blending two different scenarios driven by big and small spenders, Deloitte explained. For one, Deloitte expects that there could be a relatively stable 0 to 1% jump in sales during the holidays if consumers, especially lower wage earners, remain nervous about their finances and health and must commit more of their spending towards necessities. So if you fall under the lower consumer section, lower wage earner, then they say that what you should do for the holiday season is actually focus more on necessities. Unemployment insurance benefits running out also could make this first scenario more likely. But a bigger 25 to 3% increase could occur if wealthier consumers gain even more confidence in the back half of 2020. Factors that could bolster confidence within the group include shrinking unemployment, additional government uh, stimulus, and an effective COVID-19 vaccine. That is what Deloitte says. So they're saying that spending could actually be more 
for the wealthier consumers because of the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, this scenario anticipates that the money higher income consumers on spending on vacation and experiences such as a concert and Broadway tickets will be funneled into spending on holiday gifts with people more eager than ever to splurge. So what they're saying is that the more wealthier people probably uh, cancel their vacation plans and stuff and that money that they were going to use they're not going to use on splurging on holiday gifts and stuff other than going to these big events that they were originally going to go to. Now, Daniel Butchman, Deloitte's U.S. economic forecaster, says that while high unemployment and economic anxiety will weigh on overall retail sales this holiday season, reduced spending on pandemic-sensitive services such as restaurants and travel may help bolster retail holiday sales somewhat. With many consumers still spending the majority of their time at home and avoiding crowded places, public places, they cannot avoid more spending will be taking place online this holiday season too. Are you one of the people who have been... I know that I've spent online for the first time this year. I've actually bought a whole lot of things online because I find that it was more easier. Now, I, I, not because I was afraid of catching the virus. I mean, I've been cautious, making sure that if I go to public places like the mall and things like that, I have my mask on and before you get into the store, you sanitize and all of those things. But... No one really likes waiting in queues. And obviously now we're on level one lockdown. In the south, you're not really on lockdown. It's just like a suggestion type of thing. But there are still quite a few queues in some places. There aren't that many queues. But then in some places, obviously now we're going towards Christmas. And a lot of people are doing last minute shopping. And no one really wants to stand in queues four days before Christmas. So what a lot of people have been doing is actually doing online shopping so we we saw over the black friday period that a lot of people did online shopping and the online shopping sales went up and it's the same thing with the christmas season as well that they're going to we are finding that a lot of people will be placing orders online now deloitte is expecting holiday e-commerce sales to surge by 25 percent to 35 percent amounting to about 182 billion dollars and $196 billion. That's compared with year-over-year growth online of 14.7% in 2019, with sales reaching to $145 billion. But that's also putting the pressure on retailers to prepare for an onslaught of online orders, starting as early as November, and we saw that because of Black Friday and a whole lot of shops, especially in South Africa, a lot of shops actually started their Black Friday deals in the beginning of November and running until last minute uh, shipping deadline arrives. Core site founder and CEO Deborah Winswig say that a lot of folks I am talking to right now are afraid that they are going to run out of inventory. She said in an interview that we're already capacity constrained and the consumer has no idea that this is coming. Now, what's happening is that obviously because a lot of people have moved to online shopping and some places are not really ready for shipping and stuff and there's a whole lot of online stores that are also running out of inventory and what they're saying is that some people might be getting their shipping after 
the time that they've actually planned to receive the things. Now, a number of retailers, including Macy's, have said they're predicting holiday shopping will start earlier than ever this year. Have you started your online? When did you start shopping for Christmas? Let me know as well when you started shopping for Christmas or are you one of those who are doing the last minute Christmas shopping? Many have announced that they will close their doors on Thanksgiving. So a lot of people have already closed, a lot of shops have already closed their doors in America. In South Africa, there's still a lot of shops that are open. Ending what had become a recent tradition to open ahead of Black Friday and strategies to prevent stores from overcrowding in an era where social distancing must be enforced are being explored. Companies are trying to gorge what customers will want to buy in the middle of a global health crisis. This consensus seems to be anything cozy. So a lot of companies and stuff are actually stepping out of their comfort zone so that people can get the things that they need and the things that they want for this holiday season in a global pandemic. According to Deloitte, retailers should maybe most importantly be planning for a scenario where the recovery in the U.S. is uneven with a wedge between being driven even further between the rich and the poor. And that is what we have for the economics of Christmas. And I hope you've listened to this and decided if you are one of those who haven't yet bought anything for Christmas and you're thinking, should I do online? Should I actually go to the stores and and, and stuff? And what are you giving? Like they say, it's, uh, it's more economically valuable if you do cash gifts so it's like gift cards vouchers and and stuff like that so let me know what are you going to be doing for christmas this year this is the new show on active family radio has never been better live right here on active fm we bring to you the active worship inception album the joy of the on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info. We've been speaking about the economics of Christmas. I'm excited for this week because it is Christmas week and I'm super excited because I'm going to be spending time with my family. So let me know what you're going to be doing for Christmas and what gifts are you planning to give your people. So you don't have to mention names, but do let us know what are the gifts that you've gotten for people in your life. You can catch us on our social media pages. We're on www.activefm.co.za. No, that's to download the show. But social media, we're on Instagram at activefm777. We're on Facebook forward slash activefm. We're on Twitter 
at Active FM and we're on Parlor at Active FM. And then you can download our amazing, amazing shows on www.activefm.co.za. You can also catch us on Google Podcasts and on Apple Podcasts. And you can also catch us on Spotify. So get downloading. Let us know what you're doing for Christmas this year and what gifts you've given to people or you're planning to give to people. I'm Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. On the new show, on Active FM, radio has never been better and Christmas has never been Christmassier and lovelier. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Active FM, radio has never been better.